Hey, you're listening to Be Your Best with Phil Haugen, where we explain the methods that help bridge the language barrier between horse and rider. Our goal with each episode is to provide you with the training philosophies that will help you to be your best every day. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Be Your Best Horsemanship. This is Phil Haugen coming to you from a sunny Weatherford, Oklahoma this morning. We got a beautiful morning here. I'm recording this on a Monday morning and so I'm getting some stuff done in the office before I get out and go to riding and the sun's coming up and uh, oh, it's just, just a beautiful day. A lot of things to talk about today. First of all, I was writing an article earlier this morning for the Better Horses radio and TV newsletter. I wrote an article on don't be afraid to ask for help. Last week, I was listening to John Maxwell, and he was talking about the importance of not being afraid of asking for help. and. You know, I'll just tell you a little bit about starting out in my career. You know, when I was 16, I put a ad in the paper that said horse breaking and training. It's my name and my number. And it was as the minimal amount of words because I had to pay. I had to pay by the word for the ad. And I don't even remember what it cost. But I mean, I, I, I had no money like none so the ad itself was was a stretch for me investing in myself and starting my business but thank god i did it and you know at that time once i put that ad out you know it was in a publication that basically everybody read as far as the rural population and you know i felt and and nobody ever said this to me, but I felt like after I put that out, I was under a microscope, you know, with with my training, with my horses, you know, I was well, I was just insecure, you know, I I had basically made a statement that I know what I'm doing, and you know, I was a good rider, but I was not a good trainer at that time. I felt uh, because of that, because I had hung my shingle out and proclaimed myself a trainer, you know, I was really insecure about asking for help because I felt like when I asked for help, I was, I was admitting I didn't know it all, which here's the thing. I mean, I didn't know it all. I, I, 40 42 or three years later, I still don't know it all, you know, and I'll never know it all. Nobody will. No, nobody knows everything about everything. That that's, that's a given. Anybody that thinks they do, they're just annoying. Okay. I mean, nobody knows everything about everything. And, and that's one of the things just like in business, just like in your horse training, just like in everyday life, to me, just like John Maxwell was talking about, to me, that's something that everybody needs to be taught and understand and, and be okay with. 
because you know what? We don't know it all. You know, if if I'm just like today, if I'm struggling with a horse and it continues and I don't, you know, and I hit a wall that I just feel like I can't get through, don't think I won't reach out for help. I absolutely will, whether it be digitally, whether it be online, whether it be a phone call, whether it be a text or an email, or whether I load my horse up and I go ride with, with one of my mentors. I'll do that in a heartbeat because here's the thing. I mean, there's the, there's no shame. There's no shame in asking for help. I mean, the shame is when you don't ask for help and then you spend five or 10 times or 20 times longer learning how to get through that or get past that point, which which I did. There were a thousand times that I should have stopped, evaluated the situation, evaluated what I was, what exactly I was struggling with, and then went and got some help. Whatever it would have cost me would have been cheap. It would have been dirt cheap because every time I've learned something from somebody else, I have it for a lifetime. Because when you learn something that you're, when you've been struggling with something and you learn how to get past it, you never forget that lesson. You have it for life. So, so when you go get help, and, and here's the thing, there's so much resources out there. It's just crazy the resources that we have available to us, really and truly. And you've heard me say this before, but if there's something out there we're struggling with that's really frustrating us and really causing us some anxiety, if, if we're not addressing that today and taking care of it, we're just being lazy. We're just being flat lazy. And here's the other thing. You know, it's our job to grow. It's our job to stretch ourselves. It's our job to to evolve because the world's changing. Horse training has changed tremendously. The trainers are so much more advanced. We have so much more information. The horses are incredible, right? But at the same time, we've bred our horses to have bigger motors, more ability. You know, the horses, not only are they more athletic, they can be more reactive. So really and truly as a trainer, I feel like I'm living in a world right now that I need to be the best I've ever been to get the results that I want to with the horses that I'm training. And it's a, but that is such a, that is such a good problem. That is such a good challenge for us to have. I know early on in my career, Looking back, you know, I've I've made so many mistakes and I've, <laughs> you know, I have done some things that I thought were smart that were not very smart. I, I have had philosophies that I thought were right that were wrong. I mean, <laughs> you know, I look back and I go, oh, my God, could I could I have could I have made it any harder on myself? <laughs> You know, but one of the one of the big things that sticks out for me is my inability 
to feel like I could ask others for help. And it was just like, I didn't feel like I could be seen at a clinic because I was riding horses for customers that were probably at that same clinic. And I remember, you know, I remember, uh, you know, Ray Hunt coming into our area and I was riding some horses for a customer and I, that customer was going to that clinic and I felt like, well, if I go to that clinic, I'm going to show them, they're going to realize how little I do know. And so I didn't go. And, you know, that was just a, you know, that was a huge mistake. And, and eventually, you know, I got over that. I, I, I gained enough confidence in myself and understood that, you know, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not making myself uncomfortable, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, I'm not growing, I'm not stretching, I'm not evolving. And that, and it's been that way in every phase of my life, you know, personally, physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, as well as in my training. You know, it's just like today when I go out and start working these colts. I thought about this a lot last week. There are some things that even now compared to six months or a year ago that I am so much better at. Now, two things happened. You know, number one, I made it a priority. Number two, had the mindset every day that I'm going to get better and better and better at this. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's crazy. And I'm about, I talk about it all the time at my clinics. But, you know, all of a sudden I get better at this one thing. And all of a sudden there's several other things that are so much better. Well, Well, that's how it always works. That's why I say... When you're struggling with whatever, I, you know, and here again, I don't care if it's with your horses, with your personal life, with your business, because here's the thing, just like in my business, and, and we have been extremely blessed, and, you know, we have grown our business, our business is, you know, I'm, my business is successful, it's become what I hoped it would have become back in the day. When I dreamed about what one day I hoped I would have, that's that's where, you know, I if I'm not there, I'm I'm working towards that and getting close. But you have to just like with your business, you have to continue to stretch yourself. You got to ask for help. You know, in my business, I've, you know, a, a real good friend of mine who let me ride horses for him back when they could have probably hired some, well, I know they could have, they could have hired a better trainer than I was at the time, but they, they gave me a lot of business. They let, they stuck with me. They let me ride a lot of horses for him. He was in a completely different business as me, but he and I had some long talks about business and we had some, you know, and he gave me his perspective from the outside looking in. And through the years, and we've been friends probably 30, 35 years, I've really, some of those talks that we had, which didn't cost me anything other than the time to just sit and listen and visit, 
you know, those talks have been so valuable to me over the years. And because of that, that's a big reason that I have the business I have today is because of the input that I got from him on the business side. Because the the actual, you know, as far as applying applying your training program, that's one thing. And I deal with this a lot with trainers, understanding that the training program is super important. And you got to be really, really, really good at what you do. And you got to be trying to get better nonstop all the time. You got to be trying to get better. You can't, you can't, you can't get stuck in that rut that this is the way we did it. This is the way we do it. This is the way dad did it. This is why grandpa did it this way. You know, there's nothing though. That is all great influence for your training business and for yourself. But at the same time, we live in a changing world. I mean, I remember when fuel was 60 cents a gallon and now it's five bucks a gallon. You know, it's, uh, you know, diesel's, well, diesel's probably down to four bucks, something like that now. You know, we live in a changing world. And along with that, you know, we have to continue to evolve. And that's, that's in our training, that's in our business. You know, and the way we continue to evolve is to continue to grow. And it's just like with training horses. I had some customers here this weekend and we they were picking up a colt and really nice gilding. Becky and Chris Pearson from Nebraska and 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 you know the young horse but ton of ability. You know, when we talk about horses, we're every horse is different and the way we progress them is different. It's just like with that horse. There were there were some things with that horse that I did a lot differently with some other horses just because of of the way this horse was built, the way he rode around, his confirmation. You have to do things in a way that give them the best opportunity to give you the desired result. And so growing and evolving lets you gives you the philosophy and the mindset to do that you know and there have been some of those things i learned from attending others clinics seminars demonstrations like like i've talked about before when when i go to a, an event where someone's doing a demo or putting on an exhibition of some sort anything just like this weekend i was watching a guy from down in Texas that was working with some horses at Liberty and he was showing how he started to prepare those horses to do those basically their tricks but they're to the horse they're just a simple maneuver that through correct repetitions becomes a habit well you know it was interesting as heck for me to sit and watch that because here again, I always talk about horsemanship as being communication and leadership. Well, with this individual working those horses at Liberty, and, and he, this guy was sharp. I mean, he, he, he knew a lot about how a horse thinks. And what he was doing had everything to do with communication and leadership, helping that horse showing that horse 
what the desired result he wanted in a way, showing them in a way that they understood. And then, of course, when, when he got the desired response, there was a reward or a release. So, you know, it's just like there, if I'm, if I was going to start training some horses to do some of those tricks, and I can do a few of them, I understand the concept pretty well, but I haven't applied it. I haven't, I haven't practiced it. And, but if I was going to train a horse to do that, and I may do that, I'm going to go get the help from somebody like that. You know, somebody that's great at working horses at Liberty, you know, like a Dan James, you know, doesn't, does an unbelievable job with those horses, you know? And so it's, it's neat, the different industries that we see, the different disciplines, excuse me, that we see in the horse industry. And, you know, it's all part of what makes this such a great industry. You know, the different disciplines, the different breed types, the different events. And it's, it used to be, I looked at some of those things like, ah, oh, that's something that's worthless to me because it didn't, it didn't fit into my rodeo or competition mentality. Well, now I look at it completely different because over time, my philosophies changed so much about that. Now, anytime I see anybody doing anything with a horse for any particular discipline or in any situation, I appreciate every one of them because they are, they are part of the motor that runs this industry. And I'm, and I'm so thankful for this industry and I'm, and I'm so thankful that for the growth of it, you know, just like we're talking about, you know, about don't be afraid to ask for help. Well, that's part, everybody's gotten really good at that. That's why the clinics, you know, you can look up a number of different clinicians and everywhere they go, their clinics are full. Well, it's because everybody's figured out that the more they learn, the more there is to learn. And me included, me included. I mean, even the disciplines that, you know, I'm a so-called expert in, I'm, I've got a ton to learn yet. We all do, right? You know, and when you go to, when you go to ask for help, you know, yes, you're going to get a lot of free opinions out there. And some of them could be great. Some of them could be not so great. But when you go to ask for help, number one, go and seek out someone that is getting the results that you would like to get. You know, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, I don't feel like I can tell somebody how to do something if I can't replicate it myself. If I'm not doing a great job of it myself, how, how can I teach it? How can I say, here's how you need to do it? And they say, well, how come your horse doesn't do it? Well, uh, because, <laughs> you know, that, that really doesn't work very good. So, you know, if who when you go to seek someone out, 
and ask for their help, whether it's whether it's free or solicited for pay, you know, make sure that they're producing the results that you want to produce. And they are, you know, they don't have to be the best at everything they're doing either, and, and they won't be. But they just need to be better than you are at what you're struggling with. That, that's the whole thing. And that's the same thing when you help somebody else. A lot of times we feel like we're not worthy of helping others because we're not so-called experts. No, all you need to do is be better at what they're struggling with than they are. And to them, you are an expert. You know, you just have to, it's called the 10% rule. You just have to be 10% better than the people, than who you're teaching, than who you're helping. You have to have a, you got to be a step up. You got to be a step up. So, you know, when you think about that, I mean, you you can be, see, this is, this is the hard thing to, to, uh, this is a hard concept to grasp, especially when you're in, in my business, in the teaching business, in the clinician business, in the training business is, you know, in the morning you're getting help from somebody, in the afternoon you're teaching somebody. That That's a weird concept to adopt. But here's the fact, it happens. Now there are, there are a lot of people out there that in their discipline, they are very, very, very knowledgeable and they are experts in that industry and in that discipline. There's so many talented horsemen and horsewomen out there today. You know, some of them are name brand, you know, you, you hear their names all the time. Some of them, you've never heard their names, but that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean they don't have the talent and the horsemanship skills, you know? So just, just because somebody's not name brand doesn't mean that they don't have the ability or the skill to help you. Not everybody wants to go down that route. You know, I, I, I have some friends that are really, really good horsemen and their worst nightmare would be trying to put on a clinic. They don't want to talk in front of people. They don't want to have that mic on. They, that's not, that's not in their comfort zone. That's not something they aspire to do, but that doesn't mean they're not great horsemen. That, that doesn't mean that they couldn't be a ton of benefit to you. I mean, one of, one of the best mentors I had was when I was in college, I kept my horses at a guy's place. His name was John Buckingham in Casper, Wyoming. And, and I learned so much from John. And John was quiet, great guy. Him and I became very close just an incredible, just an incredible horseman. Very, very savvy with a horse, you know, and there may be some people out there. John is deceased. He passed away a few years ago and there might be a few people out there that recognize that name. But you know, for me, that was, that was somebody that I asked for help and he was happy to share with me. And man, I learned a ton from that guy. Learned a ton from him. Now I've now I learned a lot from 
from being at Ray Hunt's clinic. I mean, I learned a lot from him. He's good guy, really good guy. I mean, really great horseman, really great horseman. You know, and so there's been a lot of those bits and pieces that, you know, you use as you go through this process from different people. And it's just like the people that come to my clinics. I tell them, you know, my goal when somebody comes to one of my clinics is to not not change their program completely by no means just take and take what they're doing and maybe tweak it or add to it and you know hopefully you leave and go man i knew all that stuff already and i didn't you know i don't need i didn't need any of that that may you know and if that's the case good for you good for you that just means you're you're on the road you're on the right path getting back to our original topic of don't be afraid to ask for help you know with horses when you're dealing with an animal that doesn't come from our environment doesn't understand english there are going to be times that you get to a point in your training where you're going to struggle there there are going to be times where you have trouble breaking through that communication barrier okay it's just like if you dropped somebody off in my yard that speaks italian and i mean but they're another human being but they speak a completely different language and and then you blindfold them and because so so that i can't show by demonstrating you know if we're going to clean stalls or if we're going to go catch a horse or you know, and you tr you try to communicate them with them. They they don't they don't speak our language. Well, think about it from a horse's perspective. I mean, they're they're not even the same animal as us. They don't they don't speak our language. You know, we gotta be really 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 good at communicating and being a leader. And with those in that situation there are going to be times where there's going to be challenges i'm just telling you and everybody listening knows that i mean it's that's why i say horses teach us so much about life i mean it's not if there's going to be a challenge today it when i get out there it's it's how many and and it's all about you can't do anything about the challenge but you can you can do something about how you respond to it or how you react to it. And you know when you when you get when you get up against that wall and you you just can't you just can't break through that wall. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Accelerate your learning process, accelerate your progression as a trainer, accelerate the progression of training that horse accelerate the progression of getting to where you want to be because here's the thing you know understanding where you want to be is great where you want to get to that's your goal but a goal is just a wish without a plan you got to have a plan how to get there well part of that plan is going to be getting help at some point you are going to i promise you you're not the first person in history that's not going to need help i promise you for a while there i thought i was that guy turns out i needed a lot of help a lot of help so 
anyway, that's that was uh, that's something that I thought was worthy of a podcast topic, and I'm sure uh, I sure appreciate all the listeners. We've uh, went over 600 and some thousand downloads, which which is awesome. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate you listening, and I tell you what, I appreciate you supporting the work ethic, the moral values. And everything that goes along with the Western industry, just just thanks for promoting that because you know what? The next generations, they need the Western industry. God bless. Take care. And as always, today and every day, let's be our best. Hey, thanks for joining us on today's show. To learn more about the training program that inspired the Be Your Best podcast, Head over to philhavenhorsemanship.com and join our online community by following us at philhavenhorsemanship on Facebook or Instagram. This is where we're going to be sharing tons of training tips and information about how you can experience our Training Through Understanding program at one of our upcoming clinics. As you go through the day today, I want to encourage you to figure out one thing you can do to get 1% better, whether that is in your horsemanship journey, your career, or your personal life. Own it and be your best. God bless and have a great day of training.